welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of milled marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Ladies, lean in because I have some exciting news for you. This episode is brought to you by the Commands Collective community. Now, if you haven't been on Instagram with us building and shaping this community, don't worry. You still have the opportunity to be a part. The Command Collective is a 12-month implementation and support experience for military women and spouses ready for community of diverse women who are looking to root one another on as we thrive personally in our marriage and in building a legacy. Listen, this membership is like none other and you can try it for $1 for the full first month. You get this? Okay, and the reason why, let me tell you why, it is so important to be in community is because what I've realized is you don't go as far as your dream, you go as far as your team. So I am inviting you to get a part of this collective team with the Command Collective community. Check it out today at com slash community. That's com slash community. And we can't wait to welcome you into the Command Collective. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Brie Carroll, here with another Heart to Heart. You are tuning into the Unwrap and Recap series, where I have my fantastic co-host, Juvelin Garcia. Say hey, Juvelin. Hello, hello. So excited to be back again. Yeah, so we are going back and listening to and discussing some of the top episodes from season two um, here at Hearts and Stripes podcast. And the reason why we're doing that is one, it is the holiday season. And as everybody plans and prepares for the new year, these little subtle reminders are very timely. And I hope that you go back and listen to past episodes. You remember those aha moments and maybe even get something new when you go back and listen um, and, and really just take the time to apply some of the things that we are sharing here at Hearts and Stripes podcast, because you know, the goal here is for you to strengthen your military marriage. And the way that we do that is in three ways with our three pillars. We want you to thrive personally. We want you to thrive in your marriage. And we definitely want you to build a legacy that is thriving as well. So today's episode, I'm really excited. It is a fellow mill spouse friend of ours. And this is Heather Campbell. This is episode 56 with Heather Campbell fueling your life. So I named my practice after a Bible verse. It's first Corinthians 10 31. So um, it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Yes. And the reason I chose that verse is because 
if we are enjoying what we're doing, if we're taking care of our body, right. As if as our body is creation and, and we're honoring our, our desires and we're honoring, um, our, our cravings, but we're also being respectful and, and being healthy and, and taking care of it. And we're giving that glory to God. Then it really frees us up to not worry about if we're doing keto or whole 30 or carbs or whatever, right. It's doing what you can to honor your body and to honor God. So, so that's the, the reason behind that. It was titled glory nutrition, but also on a more, you know, Webster's dictionary level, um, glory means to take pride or great pleasure in Mm. and nutrition is the act of nourishing yourself, of fueling your body, fueling your lifestyle. So glory nutrition, my purpose is to help people find the pleasure in fueling their lives and whatever that looks like. Um, and it's different for everybody and everybody's circumstance and different things that you're struggling with are different. A lot of people don't know, you know, I, I have a, a rather thin frame and I was a cheerleader in college. So I did all, all the stuff. Right. But I'm also the super nerdy scientist who like at one time I, I <laughs> like, <here>. researched, <laughs> I, I sequenced a section of DNA and published it. Okay. Like Ooh, super, impressive. super nerd. Yes. Like, super nerd. Okay. But also I had heart surgery in 2018. Like People don't know that. So when I talk about going to the gym, when I talk about how important it is to me, that comes from like, I had heart surgery. You, okay. So I have right. to take care of my body. And, and I married an offensive lineman. He's a giant human being and we have giant children and I'm this small woman. And I have these, you know, 99th percentile kids. It's not fair that my six-year-old weighs half of my body weight. That's not his fault. He still right. needs a mom who can pick him up because he's six. Okay but I can't pick them up if I'm not hitting the gym and lifting some weights. Okay. Cause I'm not picking up 70 pounds. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, that's what I do with, with glory nutrition is help people find what their purpose is. What is that thing that you're striving for? For me, I'm striving to keep my heart healthy and to be able to pick up my kids when they need their mom. Mm. That's my purpose behind feeding my body. Well, behind exercising. Um, and when I talk with clients about what they're looking for in a dietitian, Oh, I, I want to lose 10 pounds. I say, why? Why 10 pounds? What makes you choose That's this it. 10 pounds? Yeah, the why. Okay, is it a, mm-hmm. what, what makes you choose this, this poundage or this dress size or this jean size? And we get down to things like, well, I want to feel healthy and be a good example for my kids. Okay. All right, mom. Now we're talking. This is something I can work with, right? right? But being healthy and being a good example for your family has nothing to do with the clothes that you are wearing. And I noticed a trend, Juvelin. All of the top episodes are like where people are getting super real about their military marriage. And Heather definitely does that. She is the owner of Glory Nutrition and um, she is phenomenal. And I love that she talks about food insecurity in this episode and how she really serves and shows up. But what I what I love most is her, her transparency, right? They were going through it in their military marriage. And I would love to talk a little bit about that boat analogy. Do you remember where she was talking about, they were in such a stressful situation. They had losses, they moved, they had baby after baby. So they were really in survival mode. And she made this statement that really stuck out to me. That was like, they never took the time to like, deal with the holes that were in their boat. Other people, their support system were patching the holes. And then when they PCS away from their support system, 
they kind of were out of survival mode, but they still had a boat that had a lot of holes in it. And they had to figure out like, are we staying in the boat or are we not staying in the boat? What were your thoughts on kind of her story and um, that picture that she painted for us about like these holes in this boat? Um, I, I actually really like that analogy. And the reason being is because, um, and I talked about it in my episode too, is it's easy to mask our issues, right? So it's easy to um, patch is how she's like patch the certain holes in her boat yeah. and then move forward. But then actually not taking care of those issues just creates bigger issues along the way. And I think a lot of military marriages do that because of our uncertainty, our circumstances, our PCSs, and all the whirlwinds that come uh, with a military marriage. And her talking about survival mode, maybe other marriages can uh, relate to that, but I think military marriages especially, that's a real thing. Survival mode, um, people, even my uh, close friends who are not military-related, my family, they're like, what do you mean by survival mode? A lot of us have said at least once or twice, but it's really trying to survive and what comes with that and Heather explains it is it's unmet needs we Mm. have so much needs because we're in survival mode just trying to survive just trying to take care of our kids and survive that we're just patching all these holes not realizing our marriage is so holy and to come back from it is it's going to take longer than if we would have just addressed each Uh. hole that you're trying to Yes, yes, because you just let it continue to make the problem gets worse because you never addressed it. And I I completely appreciated how honest she was because that is a lot. It's like they're newly married and and just talk about because she talks about the sacrifice that she didn't sign up for, right? She (laughs) left the PhD program, she quit a job, she moved. Uh, to Alaska, had baby, lost family. Like it was, they just were taking hit after hit. And, and she acknowledged like they never addressed like the grief that was in there and not just like, and so let me break this down for people. Cause I don't know if I've ever shared it on the podcast. You can grieve from things besides just like a loss of a person. If you stop working a job that maybe you enjoyed or maybe didn't enjoy. Guess what? You grieve that. Um, Grieving a location, grieving people like relationships because you're not in close proximity with them. Um, You grieve a little bit when your spouse deploys and TD, like there is a emotional um, process that happens when we feel like we are losing or are separated from, and that's something that you have to deal with and address. And I love how honest that she was in this episode saying that they didn't, they just kept like rolling with it. Like. Exactly. And I I can really relate to that too, because I think everyone looks, even my marriage, right. I'm very, um, I'm very open about my lifestyle and all social media platforms, but everyone can look at me and my husband and be like, man, they've always been solid. They never argue. When the beginning of our military marriage, I'm a military brat. You'd think I'd, I'd understand and know being a military spouse, but I didn't. I think it's completely different being a military child and being a military spouse. And me and my husband were on the verge of divorce the first two years of our marriage because we the same analogy. We were just patching up things. And then we went forward. And then I had Isaiah. And then we patched it up again. And then I had I, my oldest two are only a year apart. 
and we had another kid and it was just another stressor and it yeah. wasn't until we took the big hit three years into our marriage where I was like I can't do this and it was just we vomited everything that we could have that was unaddressed and I think mm. that happens in marriages. we go and we go with the flow because we're trying to survive not realizing you're not surviving your marriage is dwindling and without being think I'm thankful to God every day that we understood and went to therapy and like had communication, but without it, I don't think we would have survived because you can only be in, and she doesn't talk about that, but you can only be in survival mode for so long. Yeah, that's good. So it crashes. And I think that that's the harsh reality that a lot of us forget is survival mode can only last for so long until the unmet needs surface and then it just becomes an explosion. Yeah. And not everyone can do that. And I think that's the harsh reality military marriages really do go through. Yeah, I, I can completely relate. Um, same in my in my marriage relationship. I think a lot of mine stem from so my husband, um, for whatever reason, I, I think it's just the Lord's will. It is what it is, but he has not gone to a deployment in a combat situation. Um, but he has wanted to, because I mean, so bad. in this military lifestyle, you train for certain things and you want to execute exactly. said things. You want to do <laughs> the thing that you're training for. Right. And for whatever reason, he just, every time he would volunteer, he would want to, and it, I could not process that, um, well, earlier in our relationship. And I kept making it mean that he didn't want to be here. Like he wanted to find fulfillment outside of this. And and I kept making it mean something about me, about our family. I kept making it mean something. And even though I would like wave the like supportive spouse flag, like, I'm yay, that really bothered me until I heard someone talk about it. And they were just like, you know, why would you make them like, they are really like, this is something that they feel called to do. Typically our service (laughs) members, men and women feel called to do this thing. It, you don't make them feel like they're choosing between you or that thing. Like that is unfair, right? That is unfair. That's just like people who feel like they are called to be moms. Like, why would you make them choose between something they feel called to do and like a circumstance that like will be like, it's not like we were going to separate because of that. Like it will be, we, we will be married. Another area where we've had like, and it's shown up for me from like a work perspective, not wanting to, and I'm going to try to say, cause I don't think I've ever like shared it on the podcast, but like momming is like not something that I've always said, like, I want to be a mom for people who like, that's your jam. I love you. That's just not me. Okay. Like from, if y'all hear my past stories, like I did not want little people for real, for real. So when it got to the point where we were having kids like back to back, like my littles are like two years apart, like, boom, it was like, I felt like I was pregnant, like every year, literally my, my niece, my husband's um, brother's child was like, you know, I've only known you when you were pregnant. So she keeps waiting for me to like be pregnant again. And I was like a little offended by that, but in this whole, like not 
not wanting to take on, like, I don't know, I guess I just was combating, like, yes, I'm a mom, but I'm more than a mom. So I'm going to like be all these other things at work and overachieve and in these areas, like just to prove that I'm more than that, that really caused conflict in my marriage because I was like volunteering everywhere and doing all these other work projects and being stressed and still had to handle my responsibilities as a mom and a wife. Right. But my husband would just be like, you are like always, he was like, it's like, you like want to be out, like run out the door every chance you get, like vice versa. Right. I felt like he wanted to be gone. And now I wanted to be gone and doing something. So it showed up in our relationship and we had to have some really hard conversations and grateful. I'm grateful for, um, a spouse who will just like sit in those uncomfortable conversations with me and I, and sit in the boat. And that's really what Heather, um, basically explained. Like they chose to sit in that boat and patch it like it. And, and I'm grateful that it didn't get too far gone, right? Because when you let it wait over yeah. time, it definitely gets worse. Like I'm sure it took them some time to, to progress in their relationship, um, which is why we are encouraging you to address it sooner the better, right? Yeah, ahead of time. But having your, a partner who is willing to sit in the boat with you, even though that boat is a hot mess, find- yeah find some gratitude in that. Um, so I hope that encourages some of you from Heather's story. And then also absolutely want to highlight how she is such an amazing advocate for, um, food insecurities and really just sharing how you can have and, and fuel your family in a healthy way, regardless of like budget constraints and, um, alternatives and tips and tricks. She has some amazing, uh, amazing nuggets in that episode. So please go back and listen to episode 56. I can share one of my favorites that I think she said in there that really stands out to me that I actually practice regularly. She talks about how typically we take away like people in the nutrition space is like, take away carbs, take away this, take away that. And she was like, no, what if we just add (laughs) like, add more greens, add more vegetables, add more fruit. Like, sure. You want to have enchiladas. Great. Add more set. Like, yes, I love that. I, I, I love that too. Um, I, I think, I think today everyone's like go on a diet or don't do this or can't. And I love how she said that, like, okay, you want to have pie, then throw in a salad. And it may, I think that makes such a big difference because then you don't have that guilt of, no, I can't eat that because I want to have a dessert. And I think dessert is so important that I'm like, yes, yes. You just all about balance. So that's really, really good. And like you said, she had a lot of good nuggets in there. Um, But I think what stuck out to me the most is um, finding pleasure in fueling your lives. Um, And she Mm. emphasized, uh, emphasized, everyone looks different. It took me a long time to learn that, um, especially as an military spouse, because I would see other people just having the perfect, well, what I thought was the perfect marriage. I'm like, we need to be like that. We need to be together. Um, and the depot, like, was a big, big wake-up call for me. Um, <laughs> right. A big, 
big wake up call for me. But I, I think if we live intentionally, um, it makes all the difference because she explains on there. And I think I wrote it down. because She quoted it, but she said, who are you letting speak into your marriage? Who are you letting mm. tell you how to parent? It's your lifestyle, how you run it, and everyone looks different. And I want to emphasize that because I, I'm guilty of it. I was like, I have to be like this one. My kids don't have a bedtime. It's really hard for me to admit that. But every, I remember moms, like me being a new military spouse and people being like, my kids are in bed by seven. Why aren't yours? And I would try to put my kids on this harsh routine. Mm-hmm. And you know, and my husband was like, we don't have to be like everyone. But I felt like to be in that in the know, like I did. And I, I realized it took me a really long time. But I realized it's okay that I'm not like Jack's mom, or I'm not like this person's mom, because I'm my own household, my own timing. Um, and, and everyone's household looks different. But I think as long yes. as you and your spouse are on the same page and making it work, it's okay. It's okay. And I think we forget to give ourselves grace. So I think that's really important is give yourself grace. You're doing your best job. And I commend you. If you have kids, if you are mom and you're trying to thrive, uh, that's a big thing. And I think we don't acknowledge it enough, but you guys should give yourself a pat on the back for that. Oh, yes. I absolutely love that. Uh, Juvelin, I, I completely agree with you. And, and I'm going to say Jane, whoever Jane, it's not, it's not, if your name is Jane, I'm not talking to you particularly, but Jane, mind your business about these bedtimes. Okay. Okay. We're going to, we're going to do it our way and we're going to parent the best way that we can. Um, and, and I, and I agree, you got to do it. You have to do things your way. That's why I love when I talk about like marriage by design, I often talk to couples and I say, you have to design your marriage based off of your core values. It's not going to look like my marriage. It's not going to look like Juvelin's marriage. It's going to look like what makes sense for the two of you. And other people don't have to understand it. Are you thriving? Are you complimentary? Are you loving on each other? Are you having spicy date nights? That's what matters then. Like, it doesn't matter that it doesn't look like somebody else's. And the same when it comes to parenting. Are the kids still going to school? Are they dressed? Are they fed? Are they loved on? fantastic like mind your business Jane okay that's it I'm on my soapbox but shout out to Heather shout out for Heather for uh that awesome episode so many nuggets in there for episode 56 and like Juvelin mentioned you can check out her episode that's episode 50 so you're in that close area in the 50s so while you're there you might as well listen to Juvelin's episode on effective communication. But again, thank you to Heather Campbell from Glory Nutrition who joined us um, to talk all about fueling your life. So that is it for this wrap up and recap. If Heather has any specials going on, cause you know, it's the holiday season. We will make sure to, that we drop that below. Um, we'll be sharing our information, um, Juvelin and I, um, so that you can connect with us If you would like to, thank you for joining us on this Heart to Heart, and we can't wait for you to join us again on the next Unwrap and Recap episode. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.